0: Ready?
1: South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, and, of course, we welcome you to be a part of the show by calling us at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, or come by Millburgers where it's a beautiful day. Uh, what's the temp we got out there? Let's see. Uh, but there's no breeze, um, <laughs> so it's just nice, so it's just kind of cool. Yeah, I turned my... Heater on Central Heat for the 73? first time. Uh, it's 70 degrees. Yeah, nice job, Calvin. Oh, good for you. <laughs> does your, your truck have heat? I know no, it didn't have AC. And, and
2: that's all it has is okay. heat. Okay. <laughs> but I've controlled it with the balancing the heat with the AC. But, uh, no, it's a beautiful drive over here. I can leave my windows up and listen listen to the radio. Oh, <laughs> I want to know what happened to all the. Did he sell all those chrysanthemum, those uh, mumps, those few big pots of beautiful. Oh, I don't wine. know. We'll have to ask you. You remember them? that. Yeah, we were talking about it when we walked
1: out last time.
2: Man, if he sold those, maybe those, so. That's, a, that's a, lot of, a lot of. Yeah, good. <laughs> a lot
3: of, but a lot they of people. They look
2: great. Oh, they were killer. That already bloomed out for immediate uh, decoration. You couldn't have beat them.
1: Sorry. I was just checking on something. Okay. 210-308-8867 and uh, I Calvin pointed out, and I think he's right. We have more cyclamen than we did last week.
2: Yeah. I tell you, that, I, I tell you the showstopper is that is that purple bougainvillea at the entrance.
1: Oh. To oh, the, to, to the nursery
2: the, to the left the entry yeah but it's
1: not for sale it's just it's planted oh
2: yeah it's in the ground yeah yeah no it looks great he he probably wouldn't like you to dig those up no probably not but that thing is spectacular I don't know if I've I've seen one that purple before maybe I've just overlooked it but that one does well every year out there so uh there he here he comes just a man I need to ask a question Uh, poor Trace run Trace run (laughs) Is, is that purple bougainvillea out there at the entrance? Is that sold? I mean, is that commercially available? Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I don't think I've ever seen the one that pretty. I mean, that thing is killer. That's the best plant on the nursery. And it,
4: and it survived the.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Did it die down at all, or? Oh
4: yeah. Okay. Yeah, we we thought it was dead.
1: Yeah, but it came back angry.
2: And it bloomed this it first great. year. Yeah. No. Okay. I want to know. This is what, a second year. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know what you did with all those chrysanthemum, those mums that you had here last week. Uh, sold but, them. They were beautiful.
4: Yeah. Well, they were at the end. So yeah. So, they yeah. they only had another week of looking good, so we dropped the price. Oh, good. So, I think that I have one mum hanging basket, which is spectacular. <laughs> and then I've got like three six-inch pots that we have reduced to a buck.
2: Okay. The... Uh, I I, I I was going to look at the pots that they were in. the did uh, did they they have a water catchment thing on the on the ba- base or did the water go straight through
4: straight through.
2: Okay. Who how who watered watered them?
4: How did they water? Well, there's how supposed- often did they water? So th- there's not going to be one answer to that because the <laughs> the plants. Sweat similar to we do. Uh-huh. So the hotter it is and the windier it is, the more water. Yeah. I do make them take the head off of their wand okay. so that they do not get the blooms wet. And they stick through. And they go in from the side. Okay. And they water it very, very well. Yeah. And then they don't water again because it's Monday, Wednesday, or Friday. They poke their finger in or they pick up the pot to see how heavy it is okay. before they water it.
2: But how often has that been, about every two days at the most.
4: So it's, it's sometimes two, sometimes three.
2: Okay. The reason I'm asking all these questions is my neighbor bought, well, not from here, but bought one of those big ones like uh-huh. that. And it was about two weeks ago, before, before Halloween, and the buds were just beginning to pipe pop, just like the, okay. ones, the first ones you had here. Yeah. And it was a purple one. But anyway, uh, I said, this is going to be perfect for Halloween. And uh, so they put it out there on the front sidewalk that they walk by three three to four times a day. And right now, <laughs> I had to sneak over there last night and check this. They are the same, at, they're at the same uh, growth phase that they were three weeks ago.
4: That's hmm. unnormal. Huh? That's unnormal?
2: Yeah, and they're 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 dried out.
4: Ah, that okay. So, <laughs> how, how much sun did they put it in? None. Okay. It's under trees. So that's the answer. What's that? The the second they decided they were going to put it in the shade. So a mum that's blooming with the blooms open, yeah, will finish. Uh, a mum in bud that you put in shade will not finish.
2: Huh. I thought, well, they're extremely dry.
4: Well, I'm sure that's part of it. Yeah. But uh, you put a you put a mum and bud in the shade, and it'll never open. It'll die right there at the pea size or whatever size. There you go. But
2: I, I learned something new on this show every day. Oh, good.
4: Way to go, Trace.
2: <laughs> I thought it was. Can I get like... a
4: doctor from my name, since he doesn't, <laughs> sure he doesn't have one on his. For I that think it. you can just go online and All get right. one. We'll I, get you. We'll, okay.
2: we'll find one. Yeah. <laughs> A and M is offering uh, online. P&T. All right, yeah, for six hundred dollars something. But anyway,
1: it's well worth it. I think. Oh gosh, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. I think I should do that. Uh oh. I, I think you're being asked. uh Oh. No more zombies, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it's-
2: that's the guy that made those kids yell at Yeah,
1: yeah he forced those kids to yell at I us. i punch
2: him in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have any pity on the, on uh, the even hearing zombie, aid people.
1: No, yeah, poor Jerry and the hearing aids. Even zombies don't deserve to be yelled at. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but anyway. Uh,
1: oh, I was going uh, to. We,
4: we decided we were going to have fun with the kids. Yeah, yeah.
1: that's so okay. It was fun. It's,
4: at, well, at about expense? us. It's at your expense. Yes.
1: <laughs> Anytime you can irritate Jerry, everybody enjoys it, except maybe Jerry.
2: And they wouldn't let us ride after all that
1: pain. No. Well, you wouldn't want to ride anyway because they're going to be yelling at you. Well, that's well, true. <laughs>
5: they wouldn't even let Mama's ride, so let alone let you guys ride. <laughs> but anyway, every, everybody had a good time
2: Oh, that train. <laughs> That's it. Charles got that train a long time ago, didn't he? It was
4: uh, pre, pre-me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's my understanding that the uh, Santa that owned that train, yeah, uh, used to come here every Christmas. Okay. And then he decided he was going to retire. Huh. <laughs> and so Charles made him an offer on the train. That's
2: or, interesting. Or the other
4: way around, one of the two. <laughs> yeah. And so we ended up with a train.
2: That's interesting. That's that's why it has such a Christmassy appeal, I guess.
4: It was a Santa. It was, yeah, it was Santa's was it train. Yeah,
2: yeah. He used to ride the, in the a,
4: original Santa yeah. train.
2: <laughs> and uh, he was heavier than we were. Our mentor.
4: Well, We all do notice when Santa comes. Yeah. We, we do bring him up here in the train.
2: Oh, okay. y'all okay. never noticed that? No. Well, okay. I know that he used to come in so. on the train. Uh,
4: we haven't advertised this yet, but I uh, might as well tell y'all. Let me look at a calendar. <laughs> you
1: can look at a calendar. Oh, let's see. And let me see. Let's let me see. Get some if... glasses on. Okay. You can do it. <laughs>
4: uh, All right. December. December 3rd. Yeah. We are going to have Santa. Uh huh. And a photographer.
1: Oh, good. All right.
4: From 11 to 1. Okay. And Santa will arrive on the train. And then we are going to have him again the next day from 11 to 1 on Sunday, but no photographer.
2: Okay. Hmm. So can Milton and I get our picture taken, that?
4: You Sitting can, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure he'd want you to.
3: I bet he
2: would. He's Santa. I- He's always been nice to me. <laughs> Even though I've been so naughty Milton, and nice Milton, sometimes.
4: you know what the first name on the naughty list is? Uh, <laughs> Parsons Parsons oh, to yeah. Parsons, oh. not Jerry Parsons just It's just Parsons
2: <laughs> Maybe I hadn't looked at the list yet
1: oh, Okay, yeah, you can hope <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's always fun We're going to have corn
4: no, no. I, was
2: okay. that and I was getting ready to ask yeah, that. I too. knew
4: you were. I think Jerry's still I, looking for the corn thing here I today. I don't want to get up at five in the morning to go buy corn. Oh my gosh! Come okay. on, Trace. Jerry'll do it.
1: Uh, whoops.
4: Well, well yeah. yeah. <laughs> if he'll pay for it, uh, I'll get it. Okay. I'll pay to get it cooked. Do you do you know
1: all the stats of how we did? Uh, we, or we need the, to give you some time to gather all
4: that. I'll have it for you tomorrow. We do. Okay. Ha- we do have it. Yeah, I know. And we a whole lot more money going to the Cancer Society
1: this okay. year than last year. Yay, sure. Well, I think, uh, did we have it at a lower donation no, suggestion? No. Okay.
4: No, but we did have the donation jars at the face painting and the balloon art. So it was a minimum $3 oh. for those. So that was some money that we didn't do last year. Okay. And since we moved the corn over here, so Jerry would have to buy it. yeah. <laughs> It's the smell of the corn. You smell roasted corn. You got to eat it. <laughs> oh, So yeah. we went through uh, a lot of corn.
2: <laughs> Not only yeah. did I eat some and buy some, I bought Milton and Calvin. Yeah. Did
4: you buy me one? Uh, I don't think you were up here. <laughs> well, I
3: was but here. There, <laughs> you, you
2: know, in college, doing
1: shots and stuff was different. Jerry was doing shots up here. <laughs> but it was, it was a different kind of shot.
2: <laughs> corn. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: Okay,
4: okay.
1: All right. So, so uh,
4: Santa and, is confirmed. Good.
1: December third. Mark your calendars. That's uh, pretty much a month from now.
4: Yeah. How I, about and a this blue- is the real one too? You know.
1: Yeah, I know. It's uh, y'all. I don't know how you guess it's Just relationship because you know a lot of people would like the real Santa to uh, be at their place.
2: Well, it looks like my butterfly vine is still pumping out some blooms. I have not looked and see if there's a lot of little seed pods on there butterfly shaped seed pods but that thing is still full of blooms out there
4: so y'all notice what what we've been well you may not have even noticed what what looks different straight ahead Milton straight ahead
2: water owl
4: no that was like three years ago Jerry come on uh, well I'm catching up (laughs) I'm trying to see I'm not it should be very flagrant it should Uh, be it should be
1: okay oh
4: So we put the pipes on the tables.
1: Oh, I did notice that. Okay. I noticed, uh, what's his name, was checking them out.
4: uh, So, Mr. Wessler used to say if you're not prepared for winter by Halloween, you're late. Okay. Uh (laughs) So we were late by about four days. Uh I I, I will always remember that. Okay. (laughs) One year it froze on Halloween, and there were some stores not prepared. Uh oh. And so uh, Halloween was the cutoff date for uh, Wolf Nursery back in those days. Hmm. Did, they so, to, uh,
2: did they have to go to the doctor and get their butts fixed after uh, Mr. Wrestler got it, through it, it
4: wasn't me, and I'm not naming names. <laughs>
2: okay, He w- he would explain it to them.
4: Uh, that's yeah. an understa- understatement. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, so uh, protecting those plants and stuff, which is uh, one thing that separates Millburgers from, you know, that big box type things. Is, and,
4: and we've learned it's a whole lot easier to get prepared. Before it's 35 degrees and windy. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then it takes 10 times longer to put everything on. So we're we're going to be ready. To, all we got to do is un- unroll the cover stuff, clip it to the, the pipes. And yes, we're, that's we're not
5: a bad lesson for our gardeners. I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Well,
4: there is a reason I said that. Okay. Historically, it comes. We just don't know when. Right. <laughs> be prepared. Buy okay. your frost cloth now.
2: Okay. Well, wh- <laughs> we couldn't and i i didn't have my two o'clock memory lapse uh to figure no, out what do you call the thick row cover insulate insulate oh man it, got, Kevin, it has all have, kinds of names that, that th- white cloth the customers
4: call it all kinds of things white cloth that frost okay. protection <laughs> frost blanket
1: yeah yeah so what kind of what kind of coverings do we have? insulate
4: well, I have the uh, the green ones in that have the drawstrings. And, That's uh, the blankets. That we got so we got a blanket display in. We've got the bulk rolls of the insulate.
1: Jerry was talking about that. Um,
4: the prepackaged ones haven't shown up yet, so I'm going to call and okay. find out what's going on with those this week. Um, it's all gone up in price, but uh, if you buy it now. You don't have to worry about what price it's going to be next month or when it freezes.
2: Yeah, the
4: way things yeah. are going up, it's it's cheaper to buy it now than it is to wait.
2: Well, when it when that goes up, it's so cheap. It was always very cheap.
4: It, it was so uh, very
2: uh, inexpensive. Low, inexpensive, excuse me. But uh, uh, so, but uh, yeah, we were talking about that insulate for uh, covering the cyclaments. Uh I usually recommend that uh, the thin one for vegetables and everything, but for cyclones and things, you're basically using it as a blanket. You're not so you're not that worried about uh, uh, ex, exter, ex, uh, extending the or getting the uh, you, cold out of there before you.
5: And quite often the bed is uh, the same every year and. Yeah. Long and yeah. close to the building. So yeah. it lasts quite a, few, quite a long time.
4: So break it out, wa- wash what you have so you can see how well it's going to stand up to the weather. Yeah. And replace what you need now.
2: Okay. Now, I know that you sell the thick, the uh, thin stuff off a row. No, I don't. No, you don't? You know, I thought you had a big role in it. Thick
4: stuff, I do. Thin oh, stuff. Thick stuff? Thin stuff. Uh, actually, I haven't found a source in quite some time.
2: Huh. Okay. When we well,
4: thought- let me rephrase that. A source that I think people would pay for it. Okay. I found it, but uh, I, I think they'd rather throw the thick one up and
2: You know, we used the price. to get it out of San Marcos, a uh, company over there. So they're the first ones to put it. The- Grow web in smaller packages, and then uh, they also sold the great big rolls. And they would take it off the big rolls and put it in packages for our garden. But uh, I don't know if it's still in business or not. You can, you can look them up. But uh, so the thick one is the one that's in the in there on yes. the roll. Well, that's probably even better for the cyclamen than the flowers.
4: Well, so when we cover the cyclamen, all we're doing is trying to protect the bloom. Right. The plant itself, cold is generally no big deal, (laughs) but the blooms will freeze off.
3: Right. Which is
4: also not too much of a problem if you weren't in the nursery
3: business
4: (laughs) uh, because we sell pretty. Yeah. And so we want to protect the blooms, but in theory in the yard use, the blooms would burn and the plant would be fine and the blooms that were underneath the leaves protected would come up through.
2: Yeah, the bud, yeah. What? Go ahead.
1: Uh, I was going to ask, what are my uh, plants that have been struggling going to do now that it's dropping in temperature a little bit? My Vincas. I could, they're, they're fine, right?
5: <laughs> Tell me they're okay. Yeah, they're okay. Do you want me to lie to you? Uh, <laughs> no, I, th- I think the, the Vincas are inclined to decline now.
1: No! Poor Vinny.
5: <laughs> I haven't it's, you started?
1: It's Vinny the Vinca. Uh, uh, yeah, a little bit.
5: Yeah, yellowing a bit? and
1: uh, No, they're not yellowing. They just kind of, they were just kind of, ugh. But they still have lots of pretty red blooms on them. And, well, then, I don't know okay. how my
4: oranges are doing. I have so to check a cold them. wind will make them wilt.
1: Yeah, that's kind of mm-hmm. how they
4: look. They yeah. were kind of wilty. Uh, it's only going to get worse from here, Milton. no.
1: I shouldn't have named it.
3: <laughs> now Vinny's not well, going to make it through the right, winter. Keep, 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 some a, long, keep some of the seeds. Yeah, you've got a long list Vinny of things. then you can
4: have some prodigies of
3: Vinny.
1: Okay. Little Vinny Juniors. Um, I, I, I looked for the seed pods. I didn't see them. What if I cut off a little bit of Vinny and bring them in tomorrow? Will you mm. show me the seed pods or is no?
2: Well, wait a minute. They're very obvious. They uh, are? Yeah. They're... It'll, they're about that long, about uh, what is that? An about inch, a half inch? About an inch? Half an inch? Okay. And the, you can tell he's a fisherman. They sort of, oh, they sort of, sort of <laughs> look like a uh, a green bean.
1: Okay, I don't think. And I they, saw they that. should
2: be at uh, where every bloom was.
4: Okay, I'll go look. And when they I can
2: really, look. they really set seed in the fall,
4: because it's going to die. Right. trying to keep its. <laughs> Okay. Keep keep the little vinnies going.
3: Yeah,
5: we. Yeah, I don't think it's a widespread uh, seed until later.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, hmm. you can get <laughs> get. To, you, you, I bet if you look real close, you'll see those. Okay. They're 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 so they're not small too small to be uh, inconspicuous. They're. You can see them.
1: Okay, I'll look closer. Maybe I should look from the side rather than the
2: top. Yeah, that's probably right.
4: Okay. Is it in a pot? Yeah. Well, then you can pick the pot up, put it on a table, and then you can move around, and <laughs> look under and above. Oh and
2: boy!
1: Okay. <laughs>
4: you don't have to bend over, okay. other than to pick up the pot.
1: I wasn't going to bend over; I was going to sit on the ground.
5: I don't. I don't think there's any there if you haven't noticed them.
1: Okay. Hey,
5: yeah. <laughs> is
1: there? Is there? Are there, are there sterile? no okay
5: no No, it's just the 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 weather and the time of the year and all it's just yeah there'll be some but later you probably
4: already had some and hopefully they've fallen into the pot
5: there you go yeah i was gonna put some uh, (laughs) along with your petunias yeah
1: (laughs) i'm hoping the petunias they'll come back oh yeah the little shrimp plant is uh is going crazy uh, are we going to get any more of the Gregg's Mist or Blue Mist? Or
4: I don't I don't know.
1: Okay. <laughs> this, this
4: time of year, perennial selection just yeah, gets I smaller I and smaller. I and we, and we try not picture. to buy anything that's not blooming. So even if we found it, if it wasn't blooming, the odds are it wouldn't sell quick enough.
1: Someone sent me a – and, and I, I guess I didn't focus on this, but someone sent me a picture from a, a home they were buying in, in Canyon Lake, and it had lots of the Blue, blue or Gregg's Mist. And there were butterflies all over that. Did you oh, see that yeah. oh,
5: yeah. yeah it's,
1: Mark it's, Peterson described it as crack for butterflies.
3: <laughs>
5: well, over at...
4: Um, My mind is just going to the interest rate. How could they afford to do that? <laughs> oh,
3: I don't
5: know. Milberger, I mean, at the uh, Mitchell Lake, uh, that used to be the uh, most spectacular yeah. plant. They would just be covered with
1: butterflies. Now, are they, are, do the monarchs like them? Cause they oh, say, yeah. I saw someone else post... Uh, on next door that they were a favorite for um queens.
5: Yeah, if you yeah. had yeah. if yeah. you had uh mist uh, porterweed, uh Zinnias, uh those three are pretty much the uh
1: the re- the butterfly All star, yeah, all star.
5: Okay. Nectar sources. Okay. But they I mean they they also like uh our uh milkweed for nectar source. Yeah, so. But, uh, but you most now, most of the milkweeds are gone except for tropical <laughs> right now.
2: So uh, as I drove up, uh, a couple came out with a cart full of uh, blooming uh, Gold Star Esperanza. You like that, right? That's oh, pretty.
4: They're pretty. I had to wait a couple of weeks because it came in green.
2: Uh, is that right? Okay. <laughs> well, they're showing out now. And... Uh, that people don't think about planting Esperanza this late, but uh, it's it's good to plant them this late so they can be established, so they can come back uh, next year. Remembering that we're in a drought, so don't be put digging a hole out there and dropping them in and watering them a little bit and thinking they're gonna come back next year. They'll come back. If you deep soak, deep soak the area around, and and to keep the plant wet, moist it's, too. It's
5: and it's so much easier to deep soak an area if you have the hole, the soil out of the out of the hole, and you. Oh yeah. Fill it up, trying to, in our soil, trying to get water in there after you yeah. put the soil back and the root ball in there.
2: And make sure it's the difficult. root ball stays wet. or okay. is wet when you plant it. Yeah. Uh, hey,
5: we need to take a quick break.
2: Give me a break. I'm
1: going to give you one right now. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More coming up from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery. 1604 Boulevardy Road. Absolutely gorgeous day. Oh, uh, so come on by and visit with us.
2: No wind. No wind. No, no rain. No rain. Just an <laughs>
1: edge of coolness. Yeah. Feels great. All right. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Don't forget Tree Hugger sprinklers right here at Millburgers, and it's your way to keep that tree healthy and happy. Uh, it's a unique device, uh, winner of the 2021 Pinnacle Award for best new product. And Tree Huggers are um, a way to water that tree. It, it wraps around or hugs the tree. Uh, there are three different sizes. It's hard plastic. Uh, and uh, you turn it on just a little bit for deeper watering at the root ball, and to water from outside the root ball, you turn it on even more. Make a great Christmas gift. People are going to start thinking about that. We have it at Mill Burgers, and uh, over there at H-E-B, they do too. Um, so uh, come on out and check it out. It's a, a good, good thing to have on hand to uh, make sure that you're doing the right thing. So.
2: Yeah, uh-huh. are you saying keep your balls wet? Is that what you're saying?
1: No, I didn't say that. At all. You mean the root balls, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What did you think of it? I don't know. I didn't understand.
5: What you? I didn't understand what you meant. Ever since that, t- ah, <laughs> uh, boy, the cyclamen are. Pretty, Thank you, Cal. Are <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Gosh, unbelievable. It took that. The red and that purple, and white. On. It's quite, a, quite a plant.
2: Yeah, and uh, the Halloween decor mm-hmm decor in the boutique actually some of it's out here 50 percent off yeah I'm
1: and if you're looking for pumpkins oh no if you are still looking for pumpkins we've got them for yeah. a dollar each
5: that's Man. unbelievable yeah. and these are big ones too. yeah <laughs> what they took my girl down
1: oh Look. they sure
5: did thank you. she uh <laughs> stood stood up, up there creeping me out yeah. <laughs> she did a, she did a good job yeoman service yeah uh, now, all she's, right. now she's probably just sleeping it off. Now what is uh,
2: Gordo Hay Bales? It's the, the the hay bales, but it's... Who's uh, Gordo?
1: Gordo is uh, the name given to it by the person who gave him the hay bales. Who he sold the... Yeah, I don't know why Gordo. <laughs> kind of means like fat.
5: That they're <laughs> kind of... If they're the same as the ones I got from San Antonio River Authority, they're kind <laughs> of a... A wispy grass, rather, rather you know, uh, Bermuda grass. Oh,
1: was it called Gordo too? You think? Well, I don't <laughs>
5: know. They, they didn't call it oh, Gordo, okay. <laughs> but it looked uh, the hay bales looked a, a lot alike, just yeah. like Millburgers.
2: Yeah, we yeah. used we used to, you know, hay hay bales used to be something when we, I mean, easy to find when we were small, and you could find a round one and a square one. Square ones were easy to feed the cattle. But uh, uh, we'd use them to practice with our bow and arrows. Mm. In, in, we lived in town. Mm-hmm. So sometimes an arrow would go astray, so to speak, <laughs> and uh, go into the neighbor's yard and, and body if they happened to be out there.
1: <laughs> Which is maybe why they wanted that fence.
2: Yeah. <laughs> what they wanted, that privacy fence but uh, we could probably shoot over the fire privacy Anyway, they've also got uh, plants of the first flower I ever picked. Oh. Bearded iris. Oh well, cool. And we call them flags, at least my mama said we got call them flags, so that's what I call them. Regularly 5.99, almost $6 on sale four for $20. That's $5. Woo! Where check the, you out. Where the others are $6. So that's a good Almost. good deal. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Uh, uh, yellow, red, purple, blue. I'm, I, the ones I remember were mostly blue. Well, they're... Or blue and purple.
5: Yeah. The, the cemetery areas technically are the white ones then there's a blue a blue one that we kind of lumped together with the cemeteries, but there's another name for it I can't remember oh okay but they're th- those are both yeah. are uh, they flags i mean i don't we don't call, we flags? never we didn't call them flags no no we uh they're the ones that bloom real early and uh yeah, and the ones that uh the remnants on the old yeah estates and, oh yeah they're tough yeah they are yeah. and uh So is that, that's not a bearded iris? I think it, I always thought of it as a bearded iris, but uh, I I think technically there may be three or four different designations. Oh, okay.
2: I've always heard it referred to as cemetery iris. Yeah. And the the bearded iris we had in Tennessee. Was different? Oh, gee. Yeah. What happened? I don't know <laughs> who was that. Somebody shooting at us? <laughs> no, <laughs> but anyway, uh, they were planted to the ones. I, in fact, they were alongside of an entranceway to uh, a road up to a house.
5: But I, uh, as far as far as I know, we in Minnesota we just call them all bearded iris. Oh, okay, uh, but. Uh, there are a lot, a lot of folks that have a different name for like four or five different ones, like your your bearded iris yeah. and flags. And <laughs> so I wouldn't, re- I, I, other than cemetery iris, I can recognize them. As
2: a little four-year-old, I remember Aww. that the flags had a large stem. I like, you know, when you cut the, cut off the bloom to hold it, couldn't hold very many of them. But those daffodils had small stems. You could carry a bundle in your uh-huh. in your arms. It's funny the things you remember
5: in it from a youngster. Okay, you you no, have it's to. it's more to funny about the things you remember when you're an older person. <laughs> you have
1: to remove the uh, the irises from Jerry's. From Jerry, too. Why? uh
5: Oh,
2: He's sees a known uh, picker. Oh yeah. What's S- he picking on? He's four years old. That's the first flower.
5: Trace, tell tell us the difference between <laughs> uh, cemetery iris flags and uh, what was the other the other daffodils? I guess no, not daffodils. So uh, C- one C- of the other iris uh, C- flags. You had a white one and uh the white, no, it's this. So oh,
4: I guess you're getting towards Diabetes with African iris, maybe. Which has no relation to iris I heard you one time
5: Mm. designate the difference between, like, four different kinds of... uh,
4: Well, I mean, to me, a flag is a German iris. Could it be a cemetery iris? Probably. That's Mm. more than likely what got planted back in the day. Oh, yeah. Uh, But we carry, uh, uh, at some points in the year, we carry a walking iris. So that's, uh, if you ever visit California, which it's a great place to visit, but that's about Mm. it. (laughs) <laughs> um, they plant them on the top of the mountains and then the mountain, when it goes in, when the, not the mountain, when the plant goes into bloom, the whole mountain looks that color.
3: Wow. Oh, wow. So
4: it, as the bloom finishes, it falls down and starts a whole new plant. Oh. So when you plant it at the top, it just, over the years, it goes all the way to the bottom and the mountain becomes one color.
1: That's cool. That's wow. Uh, so.
4: then there's Diades, which has no relation to Iris at all. It's just nicknamed. Uh, iris. <laughs> what was the other one called? I'm going to see if I can Google it.
5: What about... What, Walking what? iris? Flags? What are they?
4: Flag is to me, it's just a German, German iris. Okay.
5: Yeah. So you, you put the cemetery iris in that category? Uh,
4: I would think 99.9% would be. Okay,
5: yeah. so uh, maybe I'm make, making uh, more of a difference there than there actually is. Well, around here
2: we call c- cemetery iris. Uh, especially the white one. They're, they're pretty. They're, oh, they're, did
4: yeah. you find a picture of the walking iris? And, yeah, beer, and bearded is, is the same. The Only one?
1: Oh, okay. Wildflower Road Trip to California has a picture. <laughs> yeah, just it's kind of a purplish.
4: Uh... It's more than one color. Oh, okay. Um, but obviously, whichever one got planted at the top is what it's going to be. Okay. But that's, uh, that's where you see the bulk of it is in California.
5: Okay. Hmm. So the bearded iris is uh, different or same? Uh, same. Same, okay. And the deer... They're par- fairly deer resistant, right?
4: They are in some areas.
5: <laughs> well,
2: like I said, as far as Appleton took me over to see a lady that's got some in Hollywood Park, I mean a whole front yard full of solid. You know. And so. <laughs>
1: so does that mean they're deer resistant?
2: Well, that's, I asked her that over several times, and she said, <laughs> "The only time they'll eat is around the edges." they'll eat around the edges they will not venture into the planting it'll
4: be hard on their hooves <laughs> so if they don't separate them yeah. uh, it's just That's n- true. N- nose 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 plant nose <laughs> nose
2: and she said and uh, plant your nose to the north right yes <laughs> and she said that they uh eat more of the newly planted ones in other words she she, she separates them periodically and, that's good. Uh, she should. Oh yeah, and uh, that was a, that's a hell of a job as bigger planting as she got. I'd take a, well, ro- a roto to it. Uh,
5: <laughs> but the good news, good news, you don't have to plant very deep. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But uh, she had planted some
2: from there, se- separating them all, and she said the deer ate those for a little bit. I mean, they didn't uh-huh. decimate them, but uh, they're t- into great, maybe it's
5: because of, a lot of the separation of the plants. Dorothy Weedy, our one of our favorite master gardeners, she uh, uses uh, the spray because she, she says they're they're inclined to pull them out, not really eat them, but just oh, I've seen that in our neighborhood. They just pull. They seem yeah. to be ornery about it. She used a spade to do what? To separate them. Separate.
4: No, to stop them from eating them after she's got the new growth.
5: Oh, okay. It's kind of like a. uh, I can't believe that these don't taste good. Let me (laughs) taste. Let me taste about 50 more of them. (laughs) Yeah. So
4: my my analogy there would be uh, a young cow tastes better than an old cow. Oh. Okay.
2: You've been eating cows to have your uh,
4: I, yes uh,
1: <laughs> on a daily basis <laughs> for
2: quite a while. Uh, you still got the snapdragons on sale. Four-inch pot regularly a dollar fifty-nine. Four. Well, they're
5: doing well this year too. Are they? Four. Oh, oh yeah.
2: Gosh, yeah.
4: Four. How are those rockets doing? Oh, wonderful. How tall are they?
5: They are about uh, two feet tall. And the thing—the thing about them is that they have not been blown over or anything yet, so so they're getting that solid, that base. They yeah. start They started out thin, and now they got got a, a base, so <laughs> getting thicker and thicker. Just yeah, just exactly the way, the way rockets are supposed to perform.
2: And pansies are on sale for five dollars so you can buy pansies. As well as snapdragons,
4: and we got a lot of other stuff too blooming. Um, oh, yeah, stock we've got some four inch stock blooming, lobelia, and four and a half inch calendulas are almost Almost there. (laughs) Um, and there's a number of those, the dianthus, there's a handful of alyssum. We still have a few begonias for those people that really want to try them,
3: yeah.
5: And the alyssum has a good, good fragrance, oh, yeah, and the uh. Caladiums are, is another uh, flower that uh, is a, kind of a favorite of uh, as a nectar source. They, they they attract a lot of butterflies. But of course, the one where the art, article is this. Is that, is that uh, caladiums? No, I meant uh, uh, the uh, the one yellow flower. Cl-
4: marigold, calendula,
5: calendula. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. They're they're. Mine have started, are, are blooming pretty well, and the uh, butterflies seem to like them. But our dianthus, too, it's just that's, that's one that surprises me that I don't ever remember it being such a, so attractive to the pollinators as it has been here at Millburgers and and other people's gardens, so, too.
4: Someday I'm going to invite you all in here early because the show is really at 8 o'clock in the morning.
5: The butterflies.
4: Yes. Is it with the cooler temperatures? Or there that there? and there's nobody around to shoot them off. Them off. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> and uh, you got lantana on sale. <laughs> that's that's kind of you don't think you're selling lan, lantana or planting lantana in the in the fall in the except for in summer, early spring and summer, but uh, now's a good time to establish a lantana. And says, attracts hummingbirds, butterflies, resists deer, and is drought tolerant.
4: So this is the perfect time to plant the purple. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And pretty good for the white.
2: Did you get some purple?
4: Yeah, there's purple right there. Oh,
2: yeah. You remember you were kind of low on them, what, last weekend?
4: Well, we do tend to buy, (laughs) bring in more, if they're available. Yeah, yeah.
1: All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Milburgers Gardening, South Texas, coming up. Oh, yeah. We- Live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery, 1604 on Bolvordi Road on 930 AM, the answer. Everybody always picking on me. That's him. And welcome back to garden <laughs> Gardening, South Texas, on 930 a.m. The Answer.
2: That was one of my daddy's favorites. Was too. it? Okay. So that's back in the and 50s. Did he, did he
1: do the thing that you just no, did? No, no, Oh, he didn't sing along he, with it?
2: No. <laughs> we, did, we didn't have a, wave, a mic. That was, oh, okay. We just had a record player.
1: So what is it you just said? Huh? What is it you just said when you when the, when the song was playing? Oh. You did the base part. How
2: is everybody always
3: picking on? I know.
1: Hey, uh, speaking of uh, (laughs) picking on stuff, I can't make the transition. But I do want to tell you, if you've got uh, things that are bugging you and uh, little scritchies in the attic or you've got uh, roaches or ants or whatever's bothering you, remember the name Spider-Man. Spider-Man, termite, and pest control can help you out there. They look at the problem holistically, so they're going to decide on uh, how to treat it. As well as what's causing it, and so uh, that means that you get a, a better solution, uh, and uh, you get a solution that works. And that's when you talk to people that uh, have Spider-Man termite and pest control. They'll tell you that yeah, they they called this company and it worked for a little while. They called this company and then the guys came back and then yeah, and then they called Spider-Man and then it worked. And that they stayed with Spider-Man because they, he did the job right. If you're Spider-Man, looking for good
2: stuff, he's got they the, got the good stuff. His stuff works. Yeah,
1: He knows about it. All right. Uh, <laughs> 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. You'll find out all about him online at Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. And, of course, what Jerry means is that by the good stuff is that... Um, <laughs> He um, whether it's organic or synthetic, he'll go with over with you and uh yeah. find the right solution. You don't for want
2: you. that organic stuff.
1: Actually he uses a lot of organic successfully, so <laughs> I think you're behind the times. <laughs> what is it, Jeremy says about you?
2: <laughs>
3: An old person. <laughs> That's All right. what old folks say. All right. Two
1: one oh three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one oh three oh
2: eight eighty eight sixty seven. The uh say Calvin says in his uh, this week in the garden in today's pa- this, today's paper. Plant wildflower seed as soon as possible in coordination. That's good with rain or irrigation to improve its germination success. If you just gonna go out there and throw it on bare soil, don't expect much. Uh, I don't know if it'll, if any of 'em will stay there and wait for the rain. It's larkspur and uh so but uh, like calvin says uh, you need to pre-irrigate and uh and irrigate well apply the seed where it will make contact with the soil and be in full sun let's see
5: now there are some wildflower seeds that uh oh here's germ- where I was germinate in uh, yeah. in the shade one of them is blue curl. Uh, uh, Coccinius, uh salvia coccinia is another one that's uh, blooming up a storm Jerry too that uh, one of my favorites blooming right now with the red uh, red blooms and where are some of the other wildflowers that are blooming right now oh if you count cosmos
2: yeah, yeah. I mean they would still be blooming you know there's two types of cosmos there's a purple, uh, there's one that blooms mainly in the fall, and then there's one that's, <laughs> that we all know is Cosmos.
5: Well, then there's, there's his, his fragrant four o'clocks, too. No, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And blooming. So he, he,
2: he, wrote, he, he wrote in his article what I was looking for. He said, Large spur seed is not as hard to find as blue curl. Find it at your favorite wildflower seed source. It blooms in the sun, and once you get it established, expect it to be a reliable nectar source every spring for butterflies and hummingbirds. In addition to zinnias for cut flowers, larkspurs, stalks, snapdragons are good sources. Cut flowers in the winter and early spring. Now, then then I look over here at uh, Neil Sparrow's column and it said... Uh, I saw. I just sold a question is, I just sold a large packet of larkspur seed for spring bloom. Then I thought about mulching the area, but I don't want to mulch to. I don't want the mulch to interfere with the germination of the seed. What should I do? My answer to that was don't be mulching mulching that seed because it's possible the pe- people. You, know, you apply mulch at different depths.
5: Oh. Yeah, well, Neil, Neil says a half an inch. Yeah, yeah. So you may as well not apply it. Yeah,
2: yeah. said, if you prepare the soil by tilling it lightly, you may be able to go forward without mulching. That's true. However, a light mulch with something like shredded tree leaves would probably be beneficial. No. That larch purge is coming up, brother. When it it gets its bare soil and gets moisture, I'd put a half an inch layer of leaves over there, but only after running them through the lawnmower. I doubt if anybody can apply half an inch of much. That's that's, that's that much. Oh,
1: they get too enthusiastic. Yeah,
2: yeah, and they cover that seed. Now, I don't know how strong larkspur. It's pretty strong, seedling.
5: Well, uh, what would happen is, <laughs> at very least, you'd have every every uh, edge in your uh, raised <laughs> bed. Or well, of course, yeah. you may not be planting it in your raised bed, but yeah. but every every mm, lot round every rock and there, every oh, place yeah. where there was an <laughs> op- opening. Do. Yeah, that, it, if, if there was anything that would find a way to grow that large. Oh bed, yeah. I like. I, I'm getting to really I like it. Of course, I, it causes a lot of work because you have to keep it under control. But so
2: though you don't have to. Well,
5: well <laughs> I guess not if you're content your with chest larkspur in the spring. Just keep,
2: keep it from growing in the house. <laughs> yeah, because it'll or run.
5: Keep it from overcoming your snapdragons. <laughs> uh
2: oh! Thought they were coming after me. Now. No. But (laughs) I always tell the story about the Verstraten farmers out in uh, Ravon uh, Ravon Army. And uh, I planted Larkspur with the blue bonnets out there. Because the Larkspur would grow and bloom while the blue bonnets are going to seed. Hmm. And when something died out at the Verstratens, they don't like weedy stuff. So they would put plow them down if i didn't have something pretty over them. and so i planted larkspur which did the trick because while the blue bonnets are going dormant larkspur is and larkspur's not taught it really bolts uh flowers in the spring uh so uh but i planted it there and as you as you so often tell us uh a lot of seedlings come up more and more and more well we always used a herbicide on the on the blue to control weeds out there it didn't touch would not touch that larkspur and i mean it scared them to death because that that, that uh, every year it'd go f- further into their fields and <laughs> They were still claiming that I had contaminated the, their ground or land again. <laughs> but uh, that's, uh, that was funny. But uh, it's pretty. And uh, that's that's when we learned that uh, you could transplant it real easy. Un- unlike uh, some of the wildflower books say that you can't transplant a uh, lark spring.
1: Yeah, I, I I like They've never worked with your people.
2: Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they, uh, surely somebody had tried that. I I think that was probably some author that was getting information from another author who had never grown Larkspur. Or But uh <laughs> or,
1: or <laughs> it, couldn't, couldn't successfully transplant yeah, well,
2: it. Yeah, it, it 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 amazed me that they trans the volunteers Transplanted a uh, uh, large, blooming plants. That's amazing. It's got a carrot-like root. You look at, oh, when wow. you pull it up. It looks like well, a if,
5: if carrot. you get uh, relatively easy if you get it.
2: Yeah, when it's real little. Yeah.
5: It's tall. <laughs> but we were letting
2: ours bloom, and so we could cull out everything that wasn't bunny bloom, larkspur.
5: Well, and then you're if you're not worried about it for cut flowers or anything and you just want it kind of to fill yeah. fill some space yeah you you really don't get too fussy about uh, when you transplant <laughs> uh,
2: yeah that's what that's what we were doing with the uh, blue bonnets there's and that's a that's a good idea to do that because you know blue bonnets while you're waiting for them to dry yeah, ugly. I mean, they really turn. It looks like a dead plant there mm-hmm. yeah, waiting for the seed to dry. But if you got that uh, larch spur on the top of them. And now's a good time to plant them. And Calvin gave us some good news that he's got his first Crawford lettuce seed. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so that means it's too late to plant it?
5: No,
3: no, no.
2: no. Okay. <laughs> it's just finally decided it's cool enough for it to come up. But uh,
5: and the beets—that uh, was the other thing that has come up—is decided suddenly now. <laughs> but I had I had replanted the beets, and they they came up within uh, you know a week, oh. which you would expect them to. Yeah, that first bunch it didn't come up before. Yeah.
1: Hey, we're gonna take a break. Get you cut up the news, and then come back with more of Milberger's gardening, South Texas. Give us a call: two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight. 8867 more of the show right after this
0: on 9 30 a.m this is the answer we're back with milburger's gardening South Texas once again dr. Jerry Parsons dr. Calvin Finch Milton Glick and your calls on 9 30 a.m the answer
1: and welcome back to Milburger's gardening South Texas on 9 30 a.m the answer Calvin was kind of uh, bragging about the weather and stuff. I thought I'd give you the forecast for the week. You ready? Which one? Yeah, no kidding.
5: <laughs> well, from Weather this afternoon. Whatever one's the best.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, let's we'll try this one. Uh, sunny today. High near seventy nine. All right. It's currently seventy one. This evening clear. Low around fifty five. Good lord. Yeah, that's a big difference. Oh my
2: heaters still working.
1: I hope so. Uh, tomorrow, sunny, high near 84, so it'll still be nice. 20% chance of showers after 1 a.m. Sunday night. So, I don't Yeah, I, I never... Stop it. Uh, increasing clouds. Low around 70 Sunday night. 20% chance of showers on Monday. It says 20% chance of showers?
2: Yeah, or thunderstorms. That's your giveaway. Okay. When they say showers. What does that mean? That means... Two tenths, something. Like
3: okay.
1: That. Uh, Monday night, partly cloudy, low around 70. Tuesday, high 84, no chance of rain. Uh, 68 Tuesday night. Yes, yeah, so this 55 is going to be the lowest. Uh, no, Thursday, 58 is the low. Wasn't wow. there,
5: isn't there a 50% rain in there?
1: Not according to weather.gov. Wow. Yeah. I read Calvin's. What's Calvin's? Yeah. What you went to, I, I, saw, I saw 30% on cans and I saw 20% on uh, another one. So
2: It doesn't matter.
1: Okay. As
2: long as they're below 50%.
1: Okay. That means. I thought it was much better this morning. <laughs> I don't know what happened.
3: <laughs>
2: Maybe they checked it and said, what the hell are we talking about? Yeah,
1: we got to be. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Okay. Two one oh three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven.
2: Uh I was looking at Neil Sparrow's question and answers. it said uh it made made me think of Doctor Laura Shreve. Because Doctor Shreve, he's passed now I think. Mm. Uh Doctor Shreve would uh always help help people uh do the impossible. You okay. uh, know, he 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 didn't he didn't uh You'd ask him about uh, growing something, and he, he would say, talk restaurants from West Virginia, smoke over West Virginia. Okay. And uh, he would say, well, I, I think we can do that. I think I think that'll work. No, hell no, it won't work, sir. You know better than that. But he'd go out and try. One of the funniest things he ever did was, uh, uh, Help a, help a pe- person that was interested in growing an orchard of uh, pinion pines. That's a, that's a edible nutted, edible nut pine that you can grow around. Well, it's kind of hard to find.
5: West Texas.
2: Yeah, yeah. But there's a there's a big stand of them up around between Lakey and Campwood, up in that area. I mean, big trees. Uh-huh. and but anyway, we were at staff conference, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, the, the telling everybody we were telling everybody what we were doing or who we were working with, and uh, Dr. Sree said that about, uh, said that he had a grower that was interested in planting an orchard of pinyon pines, and I was always interested in pinyon pines as an edible, oh. edible nut. a pine tree which is hard to find around here uh, that produced an edible nut I thought that would be good for wildlife and uh, birds and everything else but the problem is it's so slow it grows extremely slow but uh, (laughs) Dr. Shreve said he was helping somebody with a pinion pine uh, orchard and with that Calvin Lyons your, bu- <laughs> see your major professor? No, no, uh, Dave Burns. David Burns. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> Calvin Lyons he used to be the uh, citrus specialist down in the valley, and he jumped to his feet and said, "What, what idiot is going to plant a orchard of pinion pine?" You know, and just went on and on about. You shouldn't encourage him to do such a thing. And uh, and and uh, Shreve just said there, very mi- meek and mild. And and Calvin said, "What is what is this guy's name? Who? What is it? What is his name?" And uh, he said, "Shreve said, Mr. Evans. It's Mr. Evans. That's what he referred to." And then. It, Cal would just kept on, you know, wanting to know who it was, and he st- finally through said, "Mr. Sterling Evans," and, I, and of course I was sitting in the back. I said, "Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, that's the that's the guy's name that's on the library over
3: there.
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, that idiot." Has his name on the library. <laughs> we need to take it off now. Yeah. So that Calvin turned red at beat kind of said, I did say that. But anyway. Not
1: this Calvin, different
2: Calvin. <laughs> yeah, different Calvin. Uh, and the question that reminded me of Dr. Tree was, what are my odds of growing almonds successfully here in Texas? Yeah. And Neil answers, your odds are not good. They're... Definitely not good. Texas A&M fruit specialists say that no almond variety is recommended for production in Texas because they have a low chilling requirement and will come into bloom very early, only to be caught by late freezes. They're also very susceptible to brown rot and bacterial leaf spot. He, He forgot the main problem with growing almonds here is our high humidity. Oh, where if they don't. Oh, you know, almond is a. It's basically a peach seed. No, okay. No, it, it looks like a peach, the fruit does, and then it splits open. Uh, the seed, uh, the seed splits open in the middle of the that fruit, and that's where the almond is. But it gets so humid here, it never splits open. Huh. So that's. <laughs> That, and Dr. Shreve found that out, but he found the best place to grow almonds in Texas was down around Catula. Not south of here, toward Laredo. But uh, he had a grower down there that was growing pretty good almonds down mm. there. But he had trees large trees, uh, there in Uvalde that are still there. And you know uh they they have a peat they use almond crosses. For peach rootstocks, because I guess they're more alkaline, tolerant or something. But anyway, that's why you don't grow almonds in Texas as well as that. You know, really, if if it would kind of bloom, you know, that's basically the same thing that uh, gives apricots such a trouble down here, is that that they have a very low low chilling requirement and they come into bloom very early and get frozen. But anyway, uh, Neil Neil got it right. Um, Then he had a question about wisteria. Uh, Wisteria (laughs) has grown abundantly but with almost no flowers. Why might that be? (laughs) That's, (laughs) you know, uh, especially around San Antonio. but uh, you know, over in East Texas, uh, when I go over, drive over to see Greg, it's the right time of the year. Those are in the trees—I mean, all the whole trees are covered with the wisteria in full bloom, and they're pretty over there. And I think it's our alkaline soils and uh, just problems that we don't have, uh, or that we have here. But that's wisteria at the botanical garden. I guess they still got that trellis over there, you know, in mm-hmm. the, the walkway there, yeah, by well, the main garden.
5: I had I had one that uh, we eventually got it into to bloom, but it was such a destructive plant. <laughs> that's true. The trellis, and I mean, it had a tendency to. Like it was looking for <laughs> places to to wedge and lift up and rip off the <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. I, yeah. I still got you can still find it sneaking <laughs> under the house. <laughs> and oh Lord,
2: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's the problem with it. Was here. I planted one on a dead tree, dead uh, sassafras tree, there in Tennessee. And I, I got the different colors pink and uh, purple and white, I think it was, and planted them on three dead sassafras so trees. And uh, those suckers climbed to the top of that thing, and they would bloom every year. Was it pretty? Oh, yeah. It stopped traffic. Uh, and made it made great for a dead tree, <laughs> but like you say, they, they climbed to the top of that thing in less than a year and a half.
5: Wow.
2: Filled it up in two years. Mm. Filled the whole canopy up in two years. So, uh, but like you say, they're <laughs> uh, probably the most questions I've gotten is how to get rid of those things without them sprouting. You know, uh, they sprout very badly. But, uh, and that's. Uh, Tree cut tree and cut vine and stump killer comes into play on that situation. I I guess you could treat those things uh, when they're dormant. I don't know. But I know you could take them out with uh, treating them when they're actively growing. But anyway. um, Here's someone that says... (laughs) Is there a life expectancy to a border of dwarf Yopan hollies? I can speak to that. I have some that are 30 years old Mm. and are looking very ragged. I'm trying to keep them at 24 inches in height, but some of them are leggy and others are quite sparse. And Neil says, when we prune a shrub repeatedly at a height that is less than its normal mature height, it eventually wears out. That's a good way to put it. Left unpruned, dwarf yopon hollies would grow 36 to 42 inches tall. I've got some in my front entryway that are almost 40 years old, never been trimmed. And they're uh, uh, five feet tall. Yeah. Yeah. But but they're, like he said, they're they're getting... uh, Leggy. Leggy. And uh, the the foliage is on the top, and you can see in the bottom. Mm -hmm. uh, Greg says I need to cut them down, which is right. But I imagine I'll have to take them out if I cut them, because they had no foliage halfway up but uh, anyway that's true but they, they've, they've been good for 40 years you can't expect much more than that from a dwarf um, here's a good question it said, would, would it help my St. Augustine survive the winter if I left it taller from this point on well St. Augustine has kind of quit blooming now I mean growing now that's why we've got the winterizer on on sale, and, uh, and and time to put it down if your grass is green. So, uh, I'd, if I left mine taller, I don't think it would have it survive. It's already dead, is it?
3: No, no, it's no.
2: brown. <laughs> Allowing St. Augustine to grow taller does nothing to improve its winter hardiness. I guarantee you mine's more winter hardy than that because it's dead. (laughs) It's brown.
1: There's nothing it can't do now.
2: There you go. I don't care how cold it gets. (laughs) Uh, But if it's allowed to grow taller... uh, if anything, it allows weeds to get started because it also allows them to grow, to- them to grow taller. If it gets cold enough and that's, uh, that the St. Augustine might be damaged, its blades are going to turn brown and shriveled up anyway. That's the way mine are, brown and shriveled up. He must have been to my yard. Uh, so it really doesn't matter how high you morse. Optimal mowing height. Mowing height for it is year-round is yep. two and a half to three inches. There's the new Texas Superstar. What's that? Muley grass behind you. Oh, yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Two one zero three zero 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We are going to take a quick break and be back in a moment. You give us a call and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. The two one zero. 308-8867. More coming up after this on 930 AM, the answer. No Burgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Trace, you want to talk about the uh, the deal that you were uh, talking about a minute ago?
4: I, I, think I, I think I should. I think
1: you should,
2: too.
4: So I'd like to make a joke. I'm the king of pots. No, no. <laughs> uh, so I bought... You need to have a 420 pot sale, right? <laughs> Save everything, there. So I bought uh, 218, I think. Uh, 24 and a half inch. So it's two... Over two feet. Two feet across, yeah. Uh, Italian roll rim pots. These pots are regularly tw- uh, $204.99 each guess what we got them on sale for i don't know 75 percent off whoa so right around 50 hey, do the math jerry
2: no 51 okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow
1: a little above 50 yeah calvin's been holding out on us from the math tonight. you need to get
2: That's some great. of those man. at least two yeah where are they they
4: are <laughs> right next to the other pots that are still are they still on sale we have them on an in-store special since uh, I bought like four thousand of them We have <laughs> a few left and I did add another color to that group I don't know if you knew that I didn't know that no we so had gray we had, the, we had the gray and then we got a I don't even know what to call it maybe uh I used to get some pots that were clay from China that had like a, a terracotta with white in it huh. and so they'd have to describe them as Chinese clay pots even okay. though they're even though they're italian.
5: Do they have holes in the
4: Of they, course. Do you they bet. have
5: holes in the box? You bet. Is hey, uh, so, it a fa- fabric or what is it? Uh, no, plastic? Or?
4: No. It's Italian clay roll clay? rim pots.
5: Oh. What's that mean, roll rim?
4: It means it's got the really big lip on the top. Fancy pot. That's cool. Not, yeah. not just your average clay pot.
2: Now, is that bigger than a whiskey barrel?
4: No. No, 20th. it's a little a little smaller. A little smaller? Oh, it's heavier.
5: Oh,
2: well. oh yeah, yeah, okay. Twenty four inches? Yes, yeah,
5: how, how, so,
1: so how big is a whiskey? Twenty
4: four and a half inches. Is that big as big as a whiskey barrel? Probably like thirty, but they're not uh, they're not quite as tall all, I don't think.
1: Oh, okay. Oh huh.
2: Yeah. That'll real. be interesting. The whiskey barrels are half barrel regularly, sixty nine ninety nine, sell two for A hundred and twenty.
4: So it's actually cheaper to get the clay pot. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's what I was thinking. And and some people don't like those whiskey barrels on there.
4: Who's that? Um, Everybody likes whiskey. Well,
2: (laughs) especially if it's got uh, my Jack Daniels
4: uh, label on there. Well, these whiskey barrels do.
2: (laughs) You know, that's a home. I kind of
5: suspect that it doesn't matter which where the whiskey barrel came from. They tag on Jack Daniel.
2: <laughs> no, that's I, illegal.
4: I, I, no, they don't. And I can I prove that to some extent. Uh-oh. So I bought a Devil's River, which is a, a local distillery. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought a whiskey barrel from them about three or four years ago. And then recently I bought, um, uh, what's it, something... I uh, want say Spring Creek, but that's not it. It's out to no, Rebecca? Re- that's the one, yeah. Went to Rebecca Creek and uh, got a barrel out there. Uh, unfortunately, they weren't full. But oh, I'm uh, sorry. But it was a good experience. Okay. <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't drain the. Uh, no, the but we learned belt. how to make whiskey. Oh, see. And so how gonna, they make whiskey. You're it was start a really good, it? really good. No. Okay, I didn't know. I, I'll just buy it. Okay. <laughs> but it was a really good tour. You can make wine. Uh, Have you ever I, made alcohol? Have you made wine I, or beer? I am or not or? a patient person, and oh, okay. my, my stepfather-in-law made wine once. And uh, how bad was it? It was. Uh, we broke it out for Thanksgiving only. Thank goodness, <laughs> because uh, <laughs> you couldn't tolerate it, but one day a year. It mm. didn't
2: turn to vine- vinegar.
4: Uh, it was horrible. Uh, okay,
2: I'm sorry. <laughs> the, That's
4: cool on the pots.
5: So I miss. I miss the. The uh, what happened on the on the whiskey barrel.
4: Oh, I have two. Uh, full, full bar- well, They're full barrels without whiskey in them. So oh, well, from, from were they
5: labeled Jack Daniels, even though they were this other brand? N- no.
4: Oh. One was Rebecca Creek, and the other one is Devil's River.
2: Hmm. Is that out toward Del Rio?
4: Devil's River, they actually have a, a facility downtown, and a couple, couple different facilities across the United States.
2: Oh, okay.
4: Uh, Rebecca Creek's right outside 281.
2: They call that... River, river devil river i guess it's real grounded river
4: well they're they're, yeah. na- they're nationwide now okay. uh, and i think uh the other one is becoming that
3: mm.
4: very di- cool we diverse into whiskey okay so
3: yeah
1: <laughs> well welcome back to Milberger's gardening south texas we hope you enjoyed whiskey talk
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: um yeah what else what else what else is going on lots of color I mentioned that in the ad. Um, we still
4: have a few pumpkins left for decorating purposes. A few? Or yeah. or deer feeding.
2: Oh, we talked about that last we had, year. We had, a guy, oh, we had yeah. a
4: guy come in and bought like 50 of them the day before yesterday to, yeah, take, the, to take them out to one of the parks for the deer. Yeah, the deer love those oh, things. You need to call the zoo. I bet you there are lots of I, animals that eat. I, I I thought about it,
1: yes, but I so. didn't. Okay.
2: When did deer season open? I don't know. Maybe they need pumpkins to put in the backyard so the deer come in the backyard.
4: I might bring that up to Butch because he could haul some out there. And yeah, instead of spending money on corn. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. I and bet then, they make quick, and just quick eat those. Butch gets a discount, doesn't he? Uh, <laughs> the ultimate discount. <laughs> yeah. I bet. Yeah,
4: uh, he, he actually does.
2: does do that. Oh, Okay. He, he, the deer, eat those pumpkin pretty fast. Unless they make pies out of them, you know, oh,
4: it
3: takes a little longer. And they come in the out, you know, of, the, see
4: out see of the deer see. or out of the pumpkin. Oh. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah, the in pumpkin. our na-
5: neighborhood, you, they, uh, you know, people use them for decorations in the front, mm-hmm. and that lasts for about <laughs> three or four days before oh. before the deer find them. And yeah. then you start seeing pieces of pumpkins <laughs> everywhere.
2: I think they break them open with their little hooves or little
5: yeah makes you uh worry about your <laughs> little west highland terrier oh yeah by, oh yeah hit by that paw.
2: they're sharp sharp feet there
5: any um, new veggies
4: coming in uh well we got spinach okay uh, which All we didn't right. have last week and, and is that the
5: spinach is, is responding well to this yeah. weather oh yeah is that tall
2: plant out there broccoli I'm seeing right in well, the middle the of The one it. that's
5: got the bluish
4: hue to it? Yeah. 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 Oh, not
2: the
1: topiary.
4: It should be broccoli.
2: <laughs> oh, man. That's uh That'd
4: be one heck of a broccoli, Milton. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know. He said a tall plant. Uh? Yeah.
2: that That's a, a good tall... Is that a four and a half inch? Yeah. Or? Yes, sir. Okay. So you've got a... You, and notice there's no holes in that. No. I want people that to, to buy the broccoli, notice... They, it only gets the holes in it when they take it home. Oh, but uh, yeah, in the nursery they don't—they don't have It's just extra there. protein.
3: if they <laughs> have it?
5: Well, I'm starting to. Uh, my some of my greens are ready to be harvested. Uh, the kale and uh, also our uh, bright lights, Swiss chard, and there uh, you oh, I bet that's pretty. Yeah, they're so well, spinach my- even.
3: If oh, you got, if you got, yeah, yeah, you got some big ones yeah. before.
4: I was thinking about taking my angelonia out and putting Swiss chard in, but I know my wife wants to change it to stock.
2: No. <laughs> well, that'll be smell nicer, yep, or more I, fragrant.
4: Yes, definitely.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, somebody was looking for ryegrass seed so a while ago. It. We got it. And I told him he was looking for where it was, and I think. It, I told him to go in that side door, yeah, that's where right? all
4: the seeds are at. In the so side door. We've we made a point of having all the seed in the seed room.
2: Okay, so I got it right. Close. Look at you.
4: <laughs> one room away.
3: <laughs> <It's> okay.
2: Said <laughs> last call for sowing ryegrass seed. That's for winter cover. Now that's uh, that's in Dallas, of course. And
4: uh, so you can do it all the way through, well, probably February here. Yeah,
2: here said you may have to water a couple of times to get it started. Well, you damn well better water before you plant it, too, as well, and then plant it and on a more soil. and. Uh, I'm sure problem, it's going to rain,
5: isn't it? How about no. your, you conferred with your... Where, uh, what map are you looking at? Uh. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, I was disappointed. This morning when I looked at, like, you know, weather.com, it was like a fifty or sixty percent chance tomorrow and <laughs> into Monday. Now it's
4: twenty percent. What do oh. what are the Texas sage say?
1: Well, it's blooming.
4: Twenty uh, percent blooming? blooming?
1: Uh, yeah, uh, it's 10% just 10%. got about twenty percent on there. <laughs>
3: okay.
2: Even stack Texas sage won't fool with that twenty percent of tens, pretty tents, it's three tens.
1: town. you have that one across the street. I was trying to see what that one was doing. I don't think that one's blooming. Although they may have trimmed it. That probably didn't help it.
4: Um, you have better eyes than me. Although <laughs> they told me mine were twenty twenty last week.
1: Woo! All right. So you don't even need those glasses.
4: I <laughs> uh, need them to read. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, You should have the lions out more often. They're very flattering to you.
2: <laughs> yes, sir? It said, uh, Pandas, Pinks. Uh, pinks is another name for, uh. Dianthus. Dianthus, yeah.
4: But they're not all
3: pink.
2: And that's true. Not anymore. Ornamental cabbage and kale and other cool season annuals now. Uh, he says, He says for the record, planting in large pots allows you to get them up and out of the way of rabbits. Well, jackrabbits can probably jump that high, you know. Hmm. A common problem. Now, how about
1: the uh, deerlope
2: or the not the deerlope, the <laughs> jackalope? Jackalope, they, they, they can get that bad on them. Uh, okay, but uh, as I was getting that, uh, wait a minute.
4: Uh, I love to garden. No, I, I must garden. I must, must garden. garden. Remember, M? I didn't know where he was going until he <laughs> you know, flubbed so it again.
1: <laughs> what are my initials?
4: Okay, Milton.
1: Uh huh. M. Click yep. G. G. So and so just remember me and then M G and then Must Garden. I must garden.
2: Oh, okay. I never That's forget not gonna that. Work. I'll never forget he that. You won't remember. No, <laughs> I know. But anyway, when I was getting it the other day, uh buying something for the tell me you didn't open it in your car. South.
4: Huh? Tell me you didn't open it in your car.
2: Oh, I was I was taking it down south. And uh it's working. Oh uh, good. It's working. I see I got the There's a mint-flavored and a spice-flavored. I got spice, spice and next time I'll get the mint, I guess. (laughs) But anyway, uh, I had them spray the Snapdragons so they wouldn't have a curiosity uh, browse. Good plan. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so they sprayed uh, uh, Snapdragons, and uh, I haven't gotten a... The one that they know is uh uh deer resistant that uh uh gray gray leaf ones thing but uh dustin miller dusty miller yeah uh but anyway, I was reading the container <laughs> and they've got one for one of them claims that it repel rabbits too yeah, and uh you got one in there. That's supposed to repel dogs and cats. We do. I wonder if that's what
4: And I got back in the aerosol, which I hadn't had in a few years. Huh. Um, and it, it doesn't smell too good either. Just, yeah. There's an aerosol dog and cat now and an aerosol deer.
2: You, had to, you spray it? Both of them with musk garden?
4: Uh, no. Oh, okay.
2: Your aerosol, you were talking about a spray can? Yeah. I the brand I. name
4: is Me- Massiniana or something like that. Huh. Interesting red aerosol can.
2: That would, yeah. that would be fun to have and spray your friends or neighbors that you don't like, right?
4: Mm-hmm. Spray spray yourself so the bears don't get you. There you go. Jeez. Do you have bears in your neighborhood? If you spray that on you, you might. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: It's not an attractant; it's a repeller. Oh, okay, but uh,
4: spraying your eyes might see bears <laughs> and other things. Too. Yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> but uh, we do not condone spraying no, in your eyes. No, no, please don't.
2: Who would condone such a thing, other than me? Anyway, uh, yeah, that that rabbits can be a real problem in, up in Dallas, in our. Uh, a superstar gardening garden that we had up there they had rabbits that come out at night they were everywhere i mean hundreds of them and they had had bring little dogs out terriers out there to catch the rabbits but uh i don't i don't think they ever shot them but they had those little rabbits and they weren't jackrabbits but uh they they can do a real pro be a real problem
4: well we have uh, we have a, a tree farm uh, out in Bigfoot yeah, and uh, there's a bounty on all the jackrabbits
2: oh really Is that, yeah. yeah, I've seen a bunch of jackrabbits they can out there.
4: destroy hmm. some, between that and the, I think they're worse than the hogs.
2: <laughs> Wait a minute <laughs> yeah it, they hunt them at night or something
4: I, you see them all day long?
2: Is that right? Yeah. Okay.
4: There's fewer every time now there's a bounty, but they're still there.
3: <laughs> hmm.
1: little Jackrabbit is something. All right, 210 308 8867. 210 308 8867. Let's take the opportunity, to take a quick break, and come back in a moment to more of Milberger's Gardening South Texas. And uh, we look forward to your calls after this on 930
3: a.m. The answer. Only my I'm taking life like a big, long You stay on your side and I'll
5: stay my And welcome back
1: to Millburgers Garden South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Time to give us a call, get those questions in, make sure that you're prepared for the uh, nice day tomorrow so that you can do mm-hmm. some gardening.
2: Mm-hmm. There you go, uh, you know. I always try to find silver lining. I something.
1: know you. The, the yeah. glass is half full. With there you, there you go. Well, did you
2: know that, Calvin?
5: <laughs> I must have missed that. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> missed that I, day. I, I guess I've had li- limited uh, <laughs> contact with him.
2: <laughs> I've got good news. You oh, know, we've good. been under a drought for a long period of time, but have people noticed that there's no fire ants left? Oh. All the fire ants are, have gone, or mm-hmm. dead. You don't see the mounds. Or we can ask Spider-Man. Uh, <laughs> I bet
5: Spiderman <laughs> says. <them>. Uh, <laughs> uh, if you worked in a garden, you you know they. Oh, the,
2: you bed mean beds. they've gone to the soft soil? Is They'd that what
5: it is? Raised beds or?
2: I thought containers. I thought that A and M program to wipe them out uh, a few years back. I haven't done some. They,
5: m- they must have just uh, li- limited territory. <laughs>
2: but anyway uh they they uh you don't see any mounds, maybe I ought to try my hamburger meat well, yeah, you it, go out and do that put out put out the hamburger meat and uh, see your, if they see if they come come around but uh if you think you still might have some uh but you don't know where they are that's a problem you you can use the uh uh, baits, the baits that they have. They have some. I think they have some baits, uh, fire baits for uh, that's got spinosad, don't they? For the they vegetable do. garden. Well, just for yeah. killing the fire ants. You know, people people want to use something organic to kill yeah. the
5: fire ants. Well, they. I know there's. They've got some spinosad active ingredients uh, in the spray. For the, the garden, for the in the in the garden, yeah, to direct mound contact. Yep. Or, of course, we're getting it at the end of the uh, okra season, but yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, they 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 have a tendency to. What are the fire going to eat if we get rid of the okra? They're going to
5: starve mm-hmm. to death. Oh, they se- always seem to find something. They'll more. be looking for our legs, probably. Yeah. <laughs> my arms yeah the uh
2: uh but those those baits they used to have let's see, I'm trying to think of the name of those baits that they used to have they used to have a amro, yeah, amro was the first one, yeah, but they used to have a bait that was organic and would uh kill would uh, Ch- uh, change the sex of the firings and uh, it would eventually kill them out de- during the winter when they couldn't reproduce uh, I, I haven't heard much about that since but uh, uh, that it seemed to be pr- it, wa- it was part of their uh, two step system where they treated mounds with regular insecticides and then they used these baits and there were about two or three of them uh, to to put it out around, and the ants would come and get it. So uh, in a situation like this, where the uh, the ground is so hard and everything, they kind of migrate toward the uh, <laughs> toward the soft garden soil, and and also uh, of course people are thinking about. Oh no! Look at that! Is that a monarch on that tropical? Oh, it's yes. sure pretty. Uh uh-huh. oh! Think he's getting microbes all over him? No doubt. <sighs> I don't know if I can finish the show. Right you tried, Jerry. There's so another upset. one too. I'm, <laughs> I'm so upset over it. Oh no! There's two of them out there. Try to focus now. Oh, uh, where was I? Oh yeah, the ants. <laughs> But uh you can you can broadcast that uh viring bait very thinly. You know, but people think they gotta pour it on the mound and all that kind of stuff. They come after that and take the granules uh, back to the queen and uh take her out or either change her uh reproductive ability. But uh the, in a drought like this, is that's the best situation to do. Now, like I said, if you don't don't know if you have fire, it's in your neighborhood, which is not a good bet. Uh, you can put out my hamburger meat, or whatever, some piece piece of meat. They like raw better, and uh, just just put it out there on your patio. And see, see what happens in about uh, three minutes. Mm. If you've got fire ants, they'll come and be on that hamburger meat. So, uh, anyways, and then you can put out your baits. So, uh, he, uh, now's a good time to get those under control. I I would think they're hungry now. I never thought about a fire ant being hungry. No. But I imagine they'll be coming after food. Think so, Calvin?
5: Oh yeah. They, they,
2: they come come after Calvin's arms and legs.
5: They they they, uh, <laughs> they find food for sure. Yeah.
2: But uh, the individual mound treatments are better where people and pets are likely to encounter the ants along the walks and the patio. That's a, when those ants make make those uh, mounds are. It rains on them, uh, gets uh, gets down into the we- mound, and they pull some dirt out of there to clean it up. And uh, when they have those mounds up there, and pets run through them, they they're, they can do some harm to your pets, especially your little your little baby dogs. Mm-hmm. You know your little baby dogs that you keep.
1: I was amazed to to learn that they harm deer populations too. Oh
2: yeah, they kill the fawns. Yeah, when the mother drops the fawn, uh, if it drops in a in a fire mound, they kill them.
1: Well, they also can get in their stomach and stuff. And yeah, yeah,
2: they can't. You can't. Uh, <laughs> the uh, they can't digest them. Like regular ants, because of the stuff uh, they call them fire ants, because they got that outer layer of uh, of chemical that their stomach
1: acid doesn't kill them.
2: Yeah, and that's uh, yeah, that's that's a problem with those fire ants.
5: Well, we, you know, it's amazing how um, many deer that the the neighborhoods have and everything, and but. But if you if you go to a, a program like I did, where they mm. talked about the, the fawns being uh, attacked by uh, Mexican eagles yes. and fire ants, and mm. you'd think that no, no <laughs> deer survived anyplace. They, <laughs> they many they there's a lot of it's a lot of challenges and uh, lots of yeah lots, lots of uh, well uh, pests, but they they <laughs> still. Uh, a lot of deer survive. Yeah,
2: well, uh, will a Mexican eagle, which is a vulture, will they kill a fawn or a deer? Well, it de-
5: depended on who you asked at the, you know. <laughs> the
2: well, they. I know they are uh, take care of carcasses.
5: That, that They were, the it appeared that the consensus was they're more interested mm-hmm. in the uh, Oh the the ma- material at after the fawns. Oh,
2: okay, after birth. Yeah. Okay.
5: But uh, some some of the uh, farmers insisted that it was they were they, oh. they, were, they were a problem with fawns.
2: Too. I hope you stood up and took the fawns. I,
3: actually, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs>
2: did those farmers have any guns? Or were they carrying carrying pistols? But yeah, anyway,
5: they definitely did not like Mexican eagles.
2: Uh, yeah. They, uh, Jeremy and I saw some driving down south, and he was talking on that ranch that I work with, and uh, <laughs> he said, "Those are pretty, aren't they?" I said, "Yeah, for a vulture, <laughs> that ain't bad." And uh, I I asked Calvin a long time ago. I said, "Is it vulgar or insensitive to call them Mexican eagles?" And he got his bird book out, and sure enough, that's the way it's listed in the bird book. I don't think they come up this far. Oh yeah, yeah. Are, are these? Are they, they
5: they they nest in. Uh, I in think like we in, saw like, some uh, in Mitchell Lake, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, in our neighborhood, they've nested for five or six years straight. So. Oh, far. is that right? In other neighborhoods, not just not just the medical center. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you're right. Mitchell Lake has got them. Uh, if you drive through San Antonio, pretty good chance, you know, if you go, that you, you may see some. But and then if you come through our neighborhood, <laughs> real good chance. Yeah,
2: people don't recognize that as a vulture. I mean, um, a, you well, know, it's looking
5: more, more romantic as an eagle. <laughs> yeah, and it, it looks so yeah. Attractive it looks just like
1: it. Someone uh, posted too online that they had the first hum- Rufus hummingbird. In their yard oh, they've they? seen in a long time, yeah. I've
5: been, I've been watching. I haven't seen any Uh-oh. ruby, ruby look, look, throats or anything yet.
1: Look out for them. Is this a, normally a, a time that the Rufus oh, would yeah. be? Okay.
5: They're pretty unpredictable, but uh, any time, now.
2: Yeah.
1: All 308 uh, 210-308-88-67.
2: 210-308-8867. We talk about... Uh, <laughs> talk about uh, using glyphosate for uh, 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 to control uh, turf grasses, to eliminate grass and weeds where you want to establish a new lawn uh, very early in the spring or have a garden.
5: Ground covers.
2: Yeah. And so <laughs> but the problem is the later you wait oh no. That woman is buying those tropical milkweed. Just don't look. Should I go out there and talk? No, just
1: focus on what you're saying. You you, you can get through it.
5: Okay.
2: Uh, Anyway, the glyphosate herbicide work very slow. Well, of course, they got to have something green. You got to the plant got to be green, so it'll translocate the glyphosate product into the plant to carry it all the way down to the root system. Uh, but as dry as things have been, uh, you're going to have a problem with uh, using uh, glyphosate. So uh, to, to be effective and quick. Now, if, it, if it's uh, just weeds uh, that you have rather than grasses. Uh, you can use our uh, weed-free zone, which uh, is perfect for this perfect for this type of uh, weather that we're having, and works works pretty f- uh, works fairly fast uh, in this cool weather. A lot faster than uh, glyphosate does. And for those of you who are thinking glyphosate's terrible. Uh, I've got a write-up on glyphosate that's on plantanswers.com in the uh, information index in the uh, topics of the month. So, uh, if you're worried about having getting killed by glyphosate, (laughs) uh, you might want to read that. The uh, interesting thing was Malcolm Beck uh, the Father of organic gardening, probably in Texas, but uh, he 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 had to use. I I've got his write up on there and says glyphosate is nature's friend. And uh, what well, his point was, when you pull a weed up, you pull all the micro microorganisms up with it from the soil. But if you spray it with glyphosate. It's a slow kill, and the microorganisms can run for the soil, I guess, so to speak, and be left in the soil. So uh, he, he drew a lot of <laughs> he drew a lot of uh, flack about that, but the deal was uh, he was trying to get the Johnson grass out of his field. And he, of course, Malcolm would would plow things and plow it over and over, and, and he never could get the Johnson grass out of the area where he wanted to plant uh, vegetables in it. And so uh, <laughs> uh, he finally gave up and he started using glyphosate, which worked real good. Mm. But anyway, he drew a lot of fire over that. Uh, also, uh, the also the the fire ants the uh situation. I know Malcolm was uh he'd always try these new item, new items and uh he tra- he tried one, let's see, I think it was green sand or some some organic nonsense. But uh he said I said, Malcolm, does that work? Does that stuff work? He said I've tried it. It it didn't work very well, but when I put that uh <laughs> he put uh what is the organic uh pesticide, uh anyway, when he added that to the the product that killed the ants. Hmm. So uh that's what he was talking about. But anyway, um all right,
1: we got about a, about a minute left. you want me to...
2: Okay, I'll save it to tomorrow.
1: All right, well, listen, we're going to begin to wrap up, but we want to encourage you, tomorrow's going to be another pretty day here at Mill Burgers. No rain? No rain in the forecast. Oh, man. Um, So I want to encourage you to come on out and uh, visit with us and have a nice time. Still might be some pumpkins here, so if you want some pumpkins for just a $1, dollar, big ones, small ones, doesn't matter. Feed the deer? Feed the deer. Just put it on the uh, stoop. Come on your patio. Come on out to Millburgers and get those. And the boutique, if you want to get some Halloween decorations, 50% off. Thanks to Al for doing a great job. Of course, thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. We'll join us back tomorrow uh, for more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer.